We're starting on the Mishnah on the Fudalaf on Medalaf, towards the bottom of the Yomit. Moiser HaKetairis, the leftovers of the Ketairis of that year. Ma what would they do with it? So we say every morning in Davening that the, the Ketairis had Shloish Meis Shishim Mishmaina Monim, 368 portions. It was Kenega the 365 Yomoyis and another three portions for used on Yom Kippur. But on a regular year, if it's not a Shana Mubaris, it's only 354 days. So they had 11 extra portions, and sometimes even extra, extra from Yom Kippur. So what would they do with all the extra of Ketairis? They would separate, they would use from this to pay the craftsmen that would prepare the Ketairis. So they want to pay them, they don't want to pay them with the Ketairis, which is Kaidesh. They would be Mechalalit, they would take away the Kedusha, how? On the money that was designated to pay them, this money that was designated to pay them came from the Machtas HaShekel. After they were Mechalal the Ketairis, now they paid the craftsmen that were making the Ketairis. They paid them with this Ketairis, for the, for, their, for the job that they did. But now, what are these Umnen going to do with this Ketairis? What used to they have of it? We want to take back that Ketairis and use it for next year. So then we take from the new Machtas HaShakal, from the new year, and we buy it back from them, from the, from the Umnen. Yeah, always going to have extra, true. You're always so gonna, gonna just it's just, yeah, it's going to keep on growing. But the point is that whatever is extra, you can't use for the following year because you have to use it from the new Machtas HaShakal. So you pay them with it and then you redeem it back with the new Machtas HaShakal. So now it's new Ketairis from the new year. The Mishnah says another halacha, Lamid Adar. If the new Chaydish of Chaydish Nissen, that is, comes in the time, which means that it's not Lamed, but Lamed becomes Aleph Nissen. So then, the new Karbanis of that day is already taken from the new Trumah, from the new Machtas Shekel of that year. Vimlav, if the Chaydish was not yet sanctified in that day, and there is Lamed Adar, then Yeshana. So then on that day, you still take for the Karbanis from the old Trumah. And you wait until the next day, Rishchaydish Nissen, to start the new Machtas HaShekel. So now the Gemara goes back here to the beginning of the Mishnah. What did it say in the Mishnah? What are you doing with the leftover of the Ketairis? You're going to pay the Umnin that made the Ketairis. But how exactly are you paying them? So the Mishnah says, you take the Ketairis and you mechalal the Ketairis on the money that's supposed to be paid for them. Now this money that's used to pay them usually, what money is that? Isn't that money that comes from Machtas HaShekel? It said before that the people that make the Ketairis are paid for the Machtas HaShekel. So what are you doing? You're taking the Ketairis and you're being Mechalalit on the, on the Machtas HaShekel. The Machtas HaShekel is also Kaidesh. When you Mechalal something, you have to take something which is Chulin. Then you can be Mechalal something which is Kaidesh on this item of Chulin. So Frek, the Gemara, Veloi Nimtza, doesn't it come out that Hektish, Mechalal ala Hektish? You're taking the Ketairis and you want to be Mechalal, this Ketairis, on the money of the Machtas HaShekel that would usually be used to pay the Zumnim, which is also hektish. So how can you be Mechalal, the Ketairis, on this money, which is also hektish? So the Gemara says, you're right, there's a step over here in the Mishnah that was missing. So Ketzadu Oisa, what do you do? Amir Abshimim Bar so he explained, you do like as follows. Maybe Mois. You bring the money of the Machtas HaShakel that would be used to pay them. And first, you have to make that money chulen. How you mechalit? Ala binyin. 
on the different things that were used in building the Beis HaMikdosh. As the Mepharshim may bring, the halacha regarding building the Beis HaMikdosh was, it was always built in Choyl, and only afterwards were they Makdashit. So you can take the money from the Machzas HaShekel that was designated to pay these workers to, that make the Ketores, and first you Mechal that money. You Mechal it on something that's there, you Mechal it on something that was being built for the Beis HaMikdosh. Okay, so now this money that's designated to pay them is Chulin. And now, umevi ketores, now you bring this extra ketores, umechalel aleyen, and you mechalel this ketores on this money which is now cholin, v'noisne noisal omnen, you give the ketores as a payment to these omnen, b'scharan, for the, for the job, to pay them for the job that they do to prepare the ketores, and then, as it said in the Mishnah, we're going to redeem it back from them with the new Machtas HaShekel of the new year. So it becomes the Machtas HaShekel of the new year makes this into the new Ketairis for the new year. But now the Gemara asks the question, Oisan Hamois Ma Yasa Behen. So this money that we will machalal the Ketairis on this money, and this money now became hectish, what do we do with this money? Rabbi Yoimer, Rabbi said, Oimani, I say, Yenosnu, Leveis Garmu, Leveis Aftinis. This money is also going to be used for a payment for the people of Garmu and Aftinis. What were they doing? Shehoye Bikin, Bipitum, Akteres. They were the ones that were proficient in knowing how to prepare the Kteres. Ubemaise, Lechem Aponim. And also knowing how to prepare the Lechem Aponim, which was unique bread, the way it was made, with the shape, with the like faces that were facing each other. So if there was additional pay that they had to be paid, so they were paid from this money that, that now became hectic, they were paid from this. The only time you use this money to pay them for what they did to prepare the Ketores or the Lechem Aponim is if they still owe them money from this year, from the previous year. So then you give them this money that came from the Ketores of the previous year, the leftovers of the previous year. But if they, if they were fully paid already, so it's the next year, the, the job that they're going to be doing for the Ketairis for the next year, they have to be paid from the Machtas HaShekel from the next year. You don't pay them from this leftover money from the previous year. So Rabchir Barboi, Boy, so as Rabchir Barboi asked the question, so If you did not owe them money from the previous year, so then what did you do with this money? Asa Rabbi, so Rabbi came and he said, B'Shem Rabchia. And he said, he answered that Rabchia himself, which asked the question, gave the answer and said, B'Shem Rabbi that Mekaitzim ben Asam is This money, if it wasn't used to pay them because they were fully paid already, so they used it for the Mizbeach when the Mizbeach is empty. Rabbi, so, so Rabbi Barkoyin, boy Kumer Rabbi So he asked Rabbi what happened over here? The same person, Rabchia, which asked the question, he didn't know, he asked the question, what do you do with this extra money here? He himself then gives the answer that you use it for the Kayat Samizbeach. Mechlechfe, shitose, de Rabchia Barboi. Did Rabchia Barboi change his opinion about this? Tamon Tzrichele. In the beginning, he had a question about this. And Vekoi Pshitele. And then you're quoting in his name, that he had the answer. He brought the answer in the name of Rabbi Yaisi, what you do with it. So what's going on over here? Rabchia had a question about this, or he knew what the halacha is. So the Gemara explains, the only reason he had a question was Beklishadis. His question was, this money that came from the Ketairis, what happened over here? They had the Ketairis, and they were Mechalel the Ketairis on this money. So he had a question about this money that came from the Ketairis, 
could you buy with this money Klishares? That was really his question. But but it was obvious to him that that you could use it for when the Mizbech is empty. That he had no question about. His question was, could you also use it to buy Klishares from it? So what's this question based on? So what kind of uh, money do you use to buy Klishares? When you have leftover things in the base of Mikdash that were Neskadish in a Klishares, that leftovers is used to buy Klishares. The example we had in yesterday's daf was when you have Nesachim. The Nesachim that were Neskadish in a Klishares and there's leftovers of the Nesachim. So from that you buy Klishares. So the question is, leftovers of Ketairis, are they considered to be Niskadish in a klishadis. How do you make the ktairis? You have to bang it, you have to crush it with a, with a crusher, with a mortar that you crush it. Is that considered to be Niskadish in a klishadis? So here the Gemara brings a machloikis about this. The spalgon, there was a machloikis. Pitma b'chulin. If you have the, the ktairis, so it was made with a um, utensil that's chulin. It wasn't made in a, with a klishadis. So is this k'tayres good or not? Rabbi Yaisi bar Omar, he says, P'sula, it's possible. It can't be made with a utensil of chulin. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Omar, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says, k'shayra, no, it's kosher. So you see that there's an argument there. How is the k'tayres prepared? Yeah. Uh, so it's not made mamish inside the base of Mikdash, it's made in the Azara, wherever it's made. But the question is, does it have to be prepared with a mortar that's crushing it, that's going to be a mamish a klishadis, that does it have to be kaidish or not? So since you have this argument, so from this comes out the shaila benegeh to the money that became kachim from the ktaides, could you use it for the leftovers to buy klishadis? So the, it's all based on how the ktaides itself was prepared. Was it prepared with a klishadis? Or does it not have to be prepared with a klishadis? So the Gemara says, My time the Rabbi Yaisi Barab What's the reason of Rabbi Yaisi Barab opinion that says that it has to be prepared with a mortar which is klishadis? That it's kaidish. Because he says, the Pasik says, Kaidashi, by the, by the halach of Ktairis, the Taitis says, Kaidashi, that it has to be made in Kaidash. Shetehei haviyasa ba Kaidash, has to be prepared Kaidash through a klishadis. My time that Rabbi Shua ben Levi, what's the reason for Rabbi Shua ben Levi's opinion that says that it does not have to be prepared with a klishadis? So he says the reason is kaidashi, because it says, when the Titus says kaidashi, it does not mean that it, has to be, that it has to be prepared with a klishadis. Rather, what it means is, all it means is that the machzis shekel has to be bought from the, sorry, the ktaidis, that is, the ktaidis has to be bought from the machzis shekel. But it does not have to be made from a klishadis. So this is the smachlaikis we have here. The ktaidas, does it have to be prepared from a keli, which is kaidash, or not? Now the Gemara brings another case where you see that they argued about this already. That said that it has to be prepared from a keli that's kaidash, is like the opinion of Shmuel. And Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi's opinion is like Rabbi Yechenen. The Taninon, because we learned in, a, in, a, in the Mishnah, this is actually the next Mishnah that we'll learn soon, HaMakdish Nechosov, a person that's Makdish all of his possessions. Amongst his possessions are things that could be used for Karbanis Tzibur. Now what is that? Rabbi Yechanan Omar Ketairas. Rabbi Yechanan says, this refers to a person that amongst his possessions, he has Ketairas. So what do you see over here? A person can have 
amongst his possessions that are chulin ketairis. How does a person have ketairis amongst his possessions? It must be that the ketairis could be prepared even when it's chulin. So you see over here that you don't, it doesn't have to, it's kosher even if it's done in chulin. Um, Rav Aishiyeh says, no, not necessarily. I'll give you an example where a person can have ketairis that was made in kaidesh amongst his possessions. When is that? The case that we had before, Tipater, the case would be with the worker from Beisavtinis that they prepared the Ketairis and they would get paid from the Ketairis. So they prepared the Ketairis in Kedusha and then they got paid from this Ketairis and they had this Ketairis. It said, like it said before in the Gemara, what would you do? You would pay them from this Ketairis then you would redeem it back with the new Machtas HaShekel for the next year. So before it was redeemed back he went and he was makdish all of his nechassim together with his ketairis. So you see that there's a case of ketairis that was prepared in Kadesh and now it's privately owned. Now the Gemara says that Rabbi Yaisi Beirab Chanine, Rabbi Yaisi Barchanine's shitte that said that it has to be done in Kadesh Kishmul. This is like what Shmuel said. Because he said, Machteshes. This mortar that was used to crush the Ketairis also Isa Kekleshadis La Kaidesh. It has to be like every Kleshadis, which is Kaidesh. So, so you see, he clearly said this halacha. Amr Rab Yaisi, Barabun, Amra, Rabchone, Kome Rab Yaisi. So Rabchone asked this question in front of Rab Yaisi. Davar Shekidesh Bekleshadis. Something that was already sanctified through a klishadis. Nifta? Could this be redeemed? Usually the halacha is, you can't redeem something that was already sanctified in a klishadis. So what's his question? What did it say in our Mishnah? What do you do with the leftover ketairis? You redeem it. You redeem it with the other monies that you pay then, the people that are preparing the ketairis. But how could you redeem it? If you're saying that when it's prepared, it's already like it's, it's sanctified in a klishadis, so then you can't redeem something that was already... Uh, Niktash and Aklishadis. Amalei, so he answered him, Velav, the Shmuel, he isn't our Gemara here, the opinion of Shmuel. The Shmuel Amar, now according to Shmuel, he says, Kalhu b'Maisar. This is a leniency that they were made by the leftovers of Kachim, that you should be able to redeem it even though it was already Niktash and Aklishadis. Usually you can't, but by the leftovers, this is a leniency that Shmuel says. And the Gemara brings the source of where Shmuel said this. The Spalgon, there was a Machloikis, Haisiru Tmimim. If you have Tmimim, animals that are Tomim, that are fit for the Karbanis, that were leftovers. So the Mepharshamir explained that they had a Lishka Satloim. There was a Lishka that they always had lambs for the Karbanis. And there was always six Tloim that had to be there available. And you had for every day, they would use two for the carbon Tomid, Shalbaikim, and the Tomid Shal Erev. But then when it came the last day, so they used the one in the morning and the one at night. And then there was another four that were left over. And they couldn't use it for the next year because it was still left over as for the previous year. So what do you do with these carbonist Tmimim that were left over? Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says, Niftim Ketmimim. You could redeem them as is Tmimim. Even though usually you do not redeem a carbon that's, that's for the Mizbech, that's a Tomim, but you have to usually leave it to become, to get a Mum. And only after it gets a mum could you redeem it. But Shmuel says the leftovers were lenient and you could redeem them. You have to redeem them only after it becomes psulea mikdashin. You have to let it get a mum first and only then could you redeem it. So we say we apply the same opinion of Shmuel over here, but negate to the Ketairis. The leftover Ketairis, according to Shmuel, even if you consider it to be niktash and a klishadis, you could redeem it.
a similar halacha. What's if you have seirim that we use usually for carbon chatos in the musafin of Rishchaydish and so on? If there was leftovers of this, what do you do with it? Al daite the Shmuel according to Shmuel's opinion, im oila niftis. If an oila that was left over as a tamim could be redeemed, like kolshik in chatos for sure a chatos, an oila is fully burnt in the mizbeach. If you could redeem that for sure a chatos that's only partially brought in the mizbeach, you could for sure redeem it. Al daite that Rabbi Yechinen, according to Rabbi Yechinen's opinion, that says that you can't can't redeem the leftovers of Kachim if they're full Tomim. So what do you do? You have to let it graze to get a mum and then you can redeem it. has a third opinion about this. The leftover Seirim that were designated for a Chatos and you're not going to use it for a Chatos, bring it as a carbon oil for the Mizbeach when it's empty. But the question was asked on this, Vikashia Yesh Chatos Shekreva Oila. Do we ever find a carbon that was designated for a chatos and its leftovers? And now you're going to bring it as an oila? Um, Rav Yasis, Rav Yasis said, Shanya, he over there, this is, a diff- this is different than a usual case. This is not a carbon yachid. By a yachid, if he designated an animal for a chatos, you could never change it to an oila. But over here, this is a carbon tzibur. So this is different. She'en karbonis tzibur nikvoin elo b'shchita. It was designated for a chatos, but it doesn't become established to be dafka for a chatos until by the time of the shchita. So therefore, if it was leftovers, it could be used as an oila. Um, Rav Chiyah, Rav Chiyah says a slightly different answer. Tnai bezdenu ala meise sheyikrivu oilas. This is a tnai bezden on the carbon that even though it was a chatchila bought as a chatos, but it's bought with the condition of a bezden that if it's going to be leftovers, it should be used as an oila. So therefore you can use the leftovers as an oila. Zog the Mishneh. Now we bring this Mishneh that we briefly mentioned before. Benigeta, a person that's maktish all of his nechosim. What happens when a person is maktish all of his possessions. Where does it go to? It goes to the Bedek Abayis, the building fund of the Beis HaMikdosh. So a Makdish Nechosov, a person was Makdish all of his Nechosim. Amongst his possessions are things that could be used for Karbanis Tzibur, which as we said before refers to Ketairas. So what do you do? Yinasnu le'umanin b'scharan. You pay the workers that uh, are working in the Beis HaMikdash, that are preparing the Ketairas, you, you pay them with this Ketairas. That's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. So the Chiddush of Rabbi Kiva is, in the previous Mishnah we said, you don't pay directly with Ketairas. You first have to be Mechalal the Ketairas on something, and then you could pay them. Rabbi Kiva says, no, you can pay them for their labor directly with this Ketairas. Amalei Benazai, Benazai says, no, this is not the Halacha. Ella, we do, like it said on the previous Mishnah, You have to take this Ketairas and separate for it, from it, to, to be paid for the workers. First, you have to be Mechalal this Ketairas, on the money that is, is designated to pay for them. So first you have to be Mechalal the Ketairas. And then, And only then could you pay them for their work. You can't, so the Machloik is between Rabbi Kiva and Ben Azai is, could I be Mechalal the Ketairas as a payment on labor? You're not being Mechalal it on, on an object? Rabbi Kiva says, yes, you can. You pay it for their work and it becomes Chulim. They can use it for themselves. But the Ben Azai says, no, no, no. You first have to be Mechalal it on an object, on another on money. And only then could you pay them with this. That's the Machloik between Rabbi Kiva and Ben Azai.
And then, what do we do? Like it said in the previous Mishnah, You buy it back from these workers, what are they going to do with Tektaitis? You buy it back from them to be used for the next year, for the Truma Chadasha, for the, for the next year, so from the new Machtas HaShekel. A person is Makdish, all of his possessions. For the better kabais, amongst his possessions, there was animals that could be brought in the mizbeach. So the halacha is animals that are brought in the, that could be brought in the mizbeach do not go to the better kabais. They have to be brought as a carbon. So then, what do you do? Zacharim and nekevis. Amongst them, there was zacharim. There were nekevis. Zacharim could be brought as a carbon oila. The nekevis could be brought as other carbonis. So Rabbi Leizer says it's all going to go to the uh, Bedeka Bayis. But how do you do this? These animals that could be brought on the Mizbeach cannot go to Bedeka Bayis. They have to be brought as Karbanas. So the Zacharim, Yemachru, Letzarche, Yoylis. Sell them to people. Sell them to people that have to bring a Karban Ayla. And the Kevois, Yemachru, Letzarche, Zivche, Shlamim. The Nekevis amongst this person's possessions should be sold for people that need a Shlamim. And and then the money, Yiplu im Sharnachasov Lebedakabais, all the money together with the rest of his possessions will go to the Bedakabais. In other words, the basis of Rabliyaza's shitta is when a person is makdish all of his nechasim, even though amongst them there were animals that could be used as karbanis, his intention was that all of it should go to the Bedakabais. So those animals have to be redeemed, and then the money will go together with the rest of his possessions all to the Bedakabais. Rabbi Yeshua says, no, if amongst his possessions were animals that could be brought as karbanis, so they're going to be brought as karbanis. Zacharim atzman yikrivu oilis. The zacharim themselves are going to be brought as karbanis as oilis, which are totally burnt in the Mizbeach. Nekei voice, what's going to be with the Nekei voice? So you can't bring those Nekei voice themselves as karbanis of shlomim on the Mizbeach, because only part of the shlomim is burnt in the Mizbeach. Another part is eaten by the Kayanim, eaten by the Bailim, and this person was makdish to Nekeva to be fully burnt in the Mizbeach. So what do you do? Nekeva is yimachru letzarchei zivchei shlamim. The Nekeva is going to be sold for the purpose of other people that are going to bring it as a carbon shlamim. And yavi bidimei and oilis, and then you take the money and you use the money as karbanis oilis. So the point that Rabbi Yeshua is saying is the animals amongst this person's possessions do not go to the Bedekabayis. They go as Karbanis. And then on the the rest of his possessions, Yiplu Lebedekabayis. They are, become part of the Bedekabayis. So here, here's this Machlaikis. When a person has animals amongst his possessions and he was Makdash all of his possessions, Rabbi Yezah says his intention was that all of it should go to the Bedekabayis. Rabbi Yeshua says no. Those animals that are fit for Karbanis, his intention was that they should be Karbanis. It seems to me more that I, I agree to the opinion of Rabbi Yezer, more than what Rabbi Yeshua said. Why? According to Rabbi Yezer, he made it all equal. Rabbi Yezer says, when a person is maktish, everything together, so he meant to say that all of it should go to the Bedek So therefore, Rabbi Yezer's opinion appears to be more acceptable. Rabbi Shua Cholak, Rabbi Shua says that we have to make a distinction in his words. Part of what he said goes to the Bedek another part goes as Karbanis. He never specified that. So therefore, Rabbi Kiva didn't want to accept Rabbi Shua's opinion. Omar Rav Papayis, Rav Papayis said, Shemaiti as divrei shneim. I heard both of their, their opinions, and I can explain sometimes Rabbi Shua is right, 
And sometimes Rabbi Yezah is right. Hamakdish befeirish. If when a person is makdish all of his nechasim and there's animals amongst his nechasim, so because he specified all my nechasim and the animals, I'm being makdish, and he's being makdish to the bedek abayis. So then kedivri rabbi He's specifying everything, and still he did not say that it should go to the mizbeach. So he's clearly saying he wants everything to go to the bedek abayis. But Vamaktish Stam, if a person is Maktish Stam, everything he has, and amongst what he has, there's also Behemis, then I say Kedivri Rabbi Shua. Because he didn't specify clearly, I say he probably meant to say that the Nechosim should go to the Bedeka Bayis, and the animals should go for the Mizbeach. The Mishnah finishes off with another halacha, which is basically similar or the same like what we learned before. Hamaktish nechasav, a person that's maktish all of his nechasim. Vahoye ben dvarim ruyum legabim isbeach. Amongst his nechasim were things that could be brought in the isbeach. Yenais as wine, shmanim, the oil. Oifa is birds. So Rabbi Yeza says, Yumachru litzarche oisei hamin. Sell it to people that have to use these items for being brought on the Mizbeach. And then, V'yavid b'dmeyen oilis. And with the money, you bring them as carbonis oilis on the Mizbeach. V'shanachasim yiplu lebedekabayis. And the rest of the money that the person was makdish goes to the bedekabayis. So most Rishayim say that when it says here in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yezer Oimer, you have to be good as Rabbi Lazar, not Rabbi Yezer. Because what it says here does not fit with what Rabbi Yezer said before. Before Rabbi Yezer said that everything goes to the Bedekabayis. And here Rabbi Yezer is saying that it goes for the Oilais. So therefore they say you should be good as Rabbi Lazar. So it said in the first case of the Mishnah that a person is Makdish all his Nechassim and amongst his Nechassim there was something that could be fit for Karbanis Sibur. What is this? Rabbi Yechenen Amak Taitis. This refers to Ketaitis. Rabbi Yechenen said, Tipater, how does a private person have Ketaitis? You can say the case is, it was the worker from the base of Tinnis that got paid with the Ketaitis. And that's how he had Ketaitis. We brought already before in the Gemara these two shittas. Now the Gemara says, My time at the Benazai. Why does Benazai say that you can't use the Ketairas directly to pay these workers? Because he says, He can't be mechalal this Ketairas on work on, to pay the labor of, the, of these, these people. You have to have actual money to be mechalal anything from Hektish. You have to have actual an object or money to be mechalal on it. You can't pay directly for the work. We learned in a Mishnah in Tmura. That yesh bekotche bedekabayis, that when it comes to the kotchem of bedekabayis, it has a chumre more than other kotchem. Shestam ekdeshes lebedekabayis. First of all, stam hektish. When a person is maktish something stam, and he doesn't specify what it is, it all goes to the bedekabayis. And also another chumre is hektish bedekabayis chalal akoyl. You could be maktish anything for the bedekabayis. You could take even stones, wood, whatever it is. Any material you could be maktish for the bedekabayis. Which of course doesn't apply to the mizbeach. It could only be animals that are fit for the mizbeach. And also another chumre is umayalin begiduleyan. The me'ila of things that belong to the bedekabayis is even by the gidulin. Let's say for example the milk that comes out of animals or the, the babies that are born. All these things here mayal in things that belong to the bedekabayis. And another chumre is ve'embem hanalakayanim. Things that belong to the bedekabayis, the kayanim have no anna of it. Unlike things that are carbon, the kayanim have anna. They can eat from a carbon or even a carbon oil which is fully burnt in the mizbeach. The kayanim use the hide 
goes to the Kayanim, but better Kabayis, the Kayanim have no honor from this. So I'm Rav the Rabbi This Mishnah we just quoted from Tumura is Rabbi Because what did it say there in the Mishnah? When you maktish something stam, it all goes to the better Kabayis. That's what Rabbi said in our Mishnah. When a person was maktish all of his Nechassim, even the animals amongst his Nechassim, it all goes to the better Kabayis. The Tanina, HaMaktish Nechassim, V'aisa Behen, Behemer, Ruyal, Gabe, Mizbech, Zcharim, and Akevis, you maktish all your monies, and you had even Behemus amongst them, Rabbi Yezah Oymes, Zcharim, Yemachal, Letzarach, Yeolus, and Akevis, Yemachal, Letzarach, Yizivch, Shlamim. You sell them for people to bring Karbonis, but Udmeyen, the money, Yiplum, Shar Nechassim, Lebeder Kabayis. Everything has to go to the better Kabayis. That's like what it said there in the Mishnah, that Stam Hekdeshe, What's the reason of Rabbi Yezah's opinion? That even the animals, that the person was maktish, it all goes to the Bede Because it says in the Pasuk, You maktish your house, it all goes kaidish to the Ebishter. What is this Pasuk talking about? If it's talking about the house, the house and the possessions in the house that go to the Beis HaMikdosh, there's another Pasuk afterwards that says, maktish yigal es So it already says once about a person being Maktish's house. What is that Pasuk talking about? When a person is Maktish, all of his possessions, and including over there was also animals, everything. When a person is Maktish, all of his possessions, <coughs> even the animals amongst them, also goes to the Bede Kabayis. This is the source of Rabbi Yezah's opinion. But here now the Gemara is going to bring three different ways how to learn this Machlaikis between Rabbi Yezah and Rabbi Yeshua, whether the animals that you Maktish for the Bede Kabayis go to the Bede Kabayis or they go to the Mizbeach. Omer Rav Zi'ira, Rav B'Shem Rav, in the name of Rav Chune, in the name of Rav. What's the case that they're arguing on? If a person is Maktish all of his Nechassim, and amongst them there was animals. So there there's the Machlaikis, what do you do with the animals? If a person is only Maktish, the, the, the animals that he has, not all of his Nechassim, he's just Maktish, the, uh, the, the Eder, the, the, um, the group of animals that he has, so then, call Alma Maidi Shehulam Mizbeach. Everybody would agree that it goes to the Mizbeach. Even though he didn't spell out clearly that it should go to the Mizbeach, it was Maktish Stam, but because it's only animals, even Rabbi Yezah would agree that it goes to the Mizbeach. That's the first shit to hear. But Rabbi, B'Shem Rav, he said, no, Ma Pligin. When are they arguing? When are Rabbi Yezah and Rabbi Shua and Mishnah arguing? B'Maktish Edrei. When a person was Maktish only animals. He was maktish stam, only animals. So here's the machloikis, what happens to these animals? Do they go to the mizbeach or do they go to the bedek habayis? Avo b'maktish nechasav, if he was maktish all of his nechasim, kol alme meide, everybody would agree, shul bedek habayis. If amongst his nechasim that he was maktish, there was also animals, even Rabbi Yeshua would agree that it all goes to the bedek habayis. That's the, the second opinion over here. So in other words, according to the second opinion, you have to change the, the way you read the Mishnah. In the Mishnah it said, According to this opinion, the whole argument of the Mishnah is only when a person is Makdish, only his animals. So the opinion of Rab is understood. But the question on Rabbi's opinion is, if a person was Maktish, only the Behemoth, how would Rabbi Yezah say 
that a person that's makdish only is behemoth, that it should go for the bedek abayis. For sure he meant to say that it should go to the mizbeach, even if he didn't spell that out. Shouldn't it be obvious that it should go to the mizbeach? So the Gemara says, no, Usually, when a person is makdish a behemah, yes, he's makdish for the mizbeach. But now the problem is, Why did this person just say, I'm giving my animals for, for hektish? He didn't spell out for the mizbeach. So it's like he's saying clearly, that it should be for the bedek So that's the Chiddush of Rabbi Yezah's opinion, according to this shitta. Even when you were maktish behemis, which are only fit for the mizbeach, but because he didn't spell out clearly that it should be for the mizbeach, we understand that what he meant is that it should go for the bedek habayis. A third opinion here, Rabbi Yechinen Omar, loy shanya. There's no difference. He a maktish nechasav. The same halacha applies. A person that's maktish all of his nechasim, and amongst them were animals. He a maktish edray. The same halacha applies when he was maktish only the animals. He a machlekes. In both of these cases, the same machlekes of Rabbi Yeza and Rabbi Yeshua regarding what you do with the animals will apply. So after Gemara, Rav Chone b'Shem Rabavo b'Shem Rabbi Yechinen said. Kotche bedek habayis shapoidon tmimim. The kotchem of bedek habayis. That you redeem them, even though they're tmimim. They're, they're tmimim and they're fit to be brought as karbanis. And you redeem them while they're tmimim. Yeitzu l'chulen. It goes out, it becomes chulen. Right? As we said before, usually behemis that are tmimim, that are fit for the mizbeach, he cannot be paid to them. But over here, these behemoths that a person was maktish for the Bele Kabayis, even though they're Tmimim, you could be paid to them and they go out to Chulin. So the Gemara says, Masnisen Omrekein. There's a Mishnah that we could learn this out from in Mesech to Chulin. It says over there, Vladon v'chalavon muter la'acha pidyoinon. The, the, the children and the milk of the animals that were for the Mizbeach, after you redeem them, are muter. What is that Mishnah there in Chulim talking about? Over there, it's actually talking about animals that had a mum. You were maktish animals with a mum to the Mizbeach. So if you were maktish it with a mum, you can't bring it as a carbon on the Mizbeach. But the Vladois and the Chalav, the milk, of the, is, it has Kedusha on it. So once you redeem it, so the, it, it removes also the Kedusha from the milk and from the Chalav. So from there the Gemara learns out, just like we say that over there, Benigeah, to these behemoths that are fit for the Mizbeach. So over here, when we talk about these behemoths that are not Balimumen, but they, they, you were Makdashit for the Bedek Abayis, even though they're Tmimim, but because you were Makdashit for the Bedek Abayis, you could redeem it, even though it's, it's not a Balmum. Rav Chizkiya B'Shem Rav Chizkiya, he said, Tipater, this halacha that was just said, who said this halacha? Rav Yechenin said this halacha. You should understand this in what case? Shepadon Tmimim. You can redeem it when they're still Tmimim, but Vuhumamu, they got a mum. It'll only become redeemed only after it got a mum. Rabbi Yaisi B'Shem Rav Chiste says, Masnita Omreken, I'll bring you a raya from a b'raise, because in a different b'raise it says, Vladon v'chalavon oser la'acha pidyoinon. After you redeem the animals from Bedekabayis, so the, the vladon and the chalav, the, chala, the, the babies and the milk will still be oser even after you redeemed it. Why is it going to be oser even after you redeemed it? Because you have to wait until it becomes a balmum. Rab Chizkiyeh B'Shem Rab Yaisi argues and he says, Kotche Bedekabayis Shepadon Tmimim, the Kotchem of Bedekabayis that you redeemed, even while they're still Tmimim, Yaitzu L'Chulin. It goes out right away to Chulin. Okay, so we have here a Machlaikis. When you have these animals that the Mishnah spoke about, 
you are makdish it or bebedek abayis, and there's still tmimim. Could you be paid it even before it gets a mum or not? That's the machloikis here between Rabbi Yechenin and Rabbi Yaisi, or Rabbi Chista. So the Gemara explains, he says, he says, I'll bring you a raya that you could redeem it even before it gets a mum. Because in Tamar, if you're going to say, that you can't redeem these animals that belong to the Vedic Abais, even when they're Tmimim, how, how did it say in the Mishnah that these animals, what did it say in the Mishnah? What do you do with these animals? You have to redeem them, you have to sell them to people that want to use it for kotcha mizbeach. But how could you take, the halacha is, you can never switch over from one kind of kotchim to another kind of kotchim. You can't take kotchim from Vedaka Bayis and switch it over to kotcha mizbeach. Or you can't take kotcha mizbeach and switch it over to kotchim of Vedaka Bayis. So what did it say in the Mishnah? These animals that belong to the Vedaka Bayis, sell them to people and then people will bring them as karbonis. But how are you going to do that? If you're going to tell me that you have to wait until it becomes a Balmum, so how did it say in the Mishnah that you're going to take this, this Kachim that's now uh, belonging to the Beda Kabayis, how is it going to become Kachim for the Mizbeach? So the Gemara answers, and there's a few different, there's many different ways how to learn this next piece of the Gemara, but the Gemara answers, Bale Mumen, not really, the Halacha usually is anything that belongs to the Beda Kabayis, the animals that belong to the Beda Kabayis, you could only be paida these animals when they become balimumen. But over here it's different. The person is not stam trying to be paida it. He wants to transfer from the kochim of bedekabayis to become the kochim of the mizbeach. Kochim mizbeach chola aleyan. These animals, even while there was still the kochim of bedekabayis, to some extent the kedusha of the mizbeach was already chal on them. And the Gemara says, For what thing, for what uh, detail does it already have the Kedusha of the Mizbeach? For the Halacha, that for the Kachim of the Mizbeach, you're not allowed to shear the wool, you're not allowed to work with it. So this already had that status of the Kachim of Mizbeach even before, and therefore you could exchange it from the Kachim of Bedekabayis to the Kachim of Mizbeach. Usually you can't do that. Usually you can't exchange from one Kedusha to another. But over here, from the first moment that you were Makdashit, it already had somewhat of the Kedusha of the Mizbeach, and therefore you could exchange it. The Gemara here brings now a new Indian, a new Machlaikis, Benigay to the Halachas of Tumura, and it's going to have a connection to our Sugya. It says, in the, this is a Mishnah in Tumura, Hifrish, Nekeva, Lo'ilasai, Ulepischai, Lashamai. A person was Makdash, a Nekeva, for an Eila or for a Pesach, for an Asham, which these are three kinds of Karbanis that cannot be brought from a Nekeva. <clears throat> so what do you do? Can't be used. So the question is, does Kedusha take effect on the body of these animals? So the first Tana of the Mishnah says it does, and therefore Eiset Mura, the Halacha of Tmura will apply. The Kedusha takes effect on the body of these animals to some extent, enough that you could then make a tmura, which is when a person is exchanging. He says the kedusha that this body has should go on another body. So even though it's a nekeva, but still there's a halacha of tmura. Rab Shimon Rab Shimon says lo oilasai oisa tmura. For the oila there will be tmura, but lepischai lashamai ain't oisa tmura. For the carbon pesach and the asham there will be no tmura. Rab Shimon ben Yehudaim and Mishum Rab Shimon. He said in the name of Rab Shimon, for all three of them, because they're in a cavus and they cannot be used for these karbanis, the kedusha does not take effect. And Eino Isa Tumura, the halacha of Tumura will not apply here either. 
So the Gemara now will explain these opinions. What's the reason for Rabbi Shimon's opinion that said that only for the Oila will the Kedusha take effect that you can make a Tamura? Why? What's, why is Oila different than the other ones? So he says the reason is Because I do find there is a, a scenario where an Akeva could be brought as an Oila. When is that? By a bird. A bird which is in a cave could be brought as an ayla. So even though we're not talking about a bird, we're talking about a behemoth, but that's enough of a reason that there's somewhat of a kedusha on this, on this nekeva as an ayla, and therefore the halacha of Tumura will apply. From Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, Time with Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda. The reason of Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda that said that there is no Tumura by any of these. And he says the reason is, Im min b'minai hu chaluk alav. If... Even when it's the same min, in other words, even if it is a zakhar, but it's not the right age, as the Gemara will explain. He's going to argue and say that there's no Allah of Tumura, the Kedusha does not take effect. For sure, if the problem is that it's an Akeva, it's not the same min, for sure it's not going to take effect. And the Gemara explains, When do I say that even if it's the same min, even if it's a zakhar, but the Kedusha does not take effect? And he argues, like this we learned in the Braise, Asham ben Shana. An asham, which is supposed to be brought from an animal that's a year old, and he brought from an animal that's older, that's two years old, or ben shtayim, it's supposed to be brought from an animal that's two years old, and he brought from an animal that's three years old, the Kedusha does not take effect. The Kedusha doesn't take effect. So even if you makdash a zachar, but it's the wrong age, the Kedusha doesn't take effect. If you makdash in the Keva, for sure the Kedusha doesn't take effect and there's no din of Tumura. The Gemara later will bring the source from, from the Pasik for this opinion, from this, this opinion of Rab Shimon here. Um, Rabbi Yechenen, Rabbi Yechenen said, Rab Shimon, Rab Shimon right over here, uh, that, that says that the, the Kedusha does not take effect. The Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Yeshua and our Mishnah as well, Shneim Omru Dovar Echot. They're both saying the same thing. What did it say, Rabbi Yeshua and our Mishnah? Rabbi Yeshua says in our Mishnah that when you amakdish a behemoth for the Bedeka bias, so you redeem it. So this that Rabbi Yeshua said in our Mishnah that you redeem it, you sell it to somebody to be brought as a carbon, and Rabbi Shimon over here are saying the same thing, and the Gemara explains why. Just like Rabbi Yeshua said, on a keva for an oila, it has no kedusha whatsoever. It only has the kedusha of money. There's only kedusha of damim. And therefore, you could redeem it right away. This goes back to what we were speaking about before. Could you redeem an animal that you were makdish for the bedekabayis? So, so according to Rabbi Yeshua, this is really designated for a carbon. When a person was makdish, what did it say in the Mishnah? A person was makdish all of his nechassim. Amongst them was animals. Really those animals are supposed to be as a carbon. But he brought an akeva. He was makdish an akeva. And that akeva can't be brought as a shlamin. So what does Rabbi Yeshua say? You redeem it. So you redeem it even before it has a mum. Usually something that's supposed to be as a carbon, you cannot redeem it until it has a mum. But Rabbi Yeshua said in the Mishnah that you redeem it. So now the Gemara says the reason must be, Rabbi Yechinen explains, the reason must be because it does not have Kedusha Saguf. It only has Kedusha of Domim. So Cain, Rabbi Shimon Oma, Rabbi Shimon says over here as well, Nekeva la'oyla lo'i kitsha ela hektish Domim. When you're a Maktish and a Keva for an oila, it only has Kedusha's 
Kedamim, and therefore there's no Tumura. And the Gemara explains, in Tamar, if you're going to say, Kedesha Kedushas Agof, that when you're Makdish on a Keva for an Oila, it does get Kedushas Agof, so Yiru, the Halacha should be that it should first have to graze to become possible, and only then could you redeem it. So from the fact that Rabbi Yeshua says in the Mishnah that you could redeem it, even before it gets a Mum, I see that the reason is he held because it does not have any Kedushas Agof, it only has Kedushas Domim, and therefore you could sell it right away for somebody to bring as a carbon. The Gemara goes now back to the Machloikis about Tumura. Omar Rabbi, Rabbi said, Roya Nies Divri Rabshimin Bepesach. I agree to the opinion of Rabbi, of Rabshimin that is, by a carbon Pesach. What did Rabshimin say by a carbon Pesach? That it could be brought, that there is the, that there is the halacha of Tumura. Shahamaisa Pesach Ba Shlamim. Because, so the Rishayim actually uh, changed the gears here. Because Rabshimin said before that there's no Tumura by Pesach. Right? So, and Rabbi over here is saying that there is Tmura by Pesach. So the Rishayim are all guided here. Oma Rabbi, Einani Roya. You have to add the word Ein. Einani Roya is Divri Rabshimin by Pesach. I disagree with to what Rabshimin said by Pesach that there's no Tmura. Shahamoyser Pesach Ba Shlomim. When you're Makdish and a Keva for a Pesach, so even though the Nekeva can't be brought as a Pesach, but the leftovers of a Pesach is brought as a Shlomim. And a shlamin could be brought even from a nekeva. So when you makdish a pesach as a nekeva, there's somewhat of a kedusha that's related to the goof of this carbon because the same carbon of pesach is brought as a shlamin. Says the Gemara, so let him use the same svara for an asham. Vileme, so let him also say, that he disagrees with Rabshimin regarding an asham. Why? Because the leftovers of an asham, what happens with it is brought as an oila. And we said regarding an oila that even on a keva could be brought as an oila by an oif. So let him say the same svara regarding an asham, that somewhat of Kedusha is chal on a nekeva that was designated as an asham because it's brought as an oila. Why didn't he say the same svara as he says by the Pesach that the leftovers is brought as a shlamim? Amr Avin, Avin answers, Im hiktish Pesach ba shlamim, this halacha, that the leftovers of a Pesach is brought as a shlamim, what does that mean? Gufoi karav shlamim. The carbon Pesach itself, which is left over, is brought as a shlamim. But in Hiktish Asham Ba Ayla, this halacha that the leftovers of an Asham is brought as an Ayla, the Asham itself is not brought as an Ayla. You have to then wait until this Asham gets a mum and then you sell it, and then only the money you bring is an Ayla. So therefore, it's not the same thing. Now the Gemara explains, Mahu Kedain, so according to some of Arshim, the Pshad over here is, or some are even, even actually guided in the Gemara, Bamai Pligi. What is the basis of the Machlaikis over here regarding a carbon Pesach? You will Makdish and a Keva for a Pesach, whether there's Kedusha that's Chal on it, and then there's a Din of Tumura or not. So their argument is, Hahin Omar Hektish Domim Kodesh. Rab Shimon says, there's only Kedusha of money. There's no Kedusha on the body of it. And so therefore, there's no Tumura. Vahahin Omar, and Rabbi says, Hektish Gufoi Kodesh, there is Kedusha even on the body itself because the leftovers of a Pesach is brought as a Shlamim, and therefore there is a din of Tumura that applies to this. So, going back to our Mishnah, we're going to finish just to, to the end of the Indian over here. So, the, what did it say in the Mishnah? That according to Rabbi Yeshua, a person that's Makdish, all of his Nechassim, what happens with all the Nechassim? It all becomes Bedek uh, 
But the animals, which are fit for Kurbanis, they all become oilus. So what's the source that all the animals become oilus? Because it says in the Pasuk, Dabar al-Aram al-Banav, Kol Bnei Yisrael, V'amart Aleim, Ish Ish Mi Beis Yisrael V'goymen, and it says over there, if you makdish l'chol nidreyem, l'chol nidvaysam, Ashi Yakrev L'Hashem, L'Oila. It all becomes an Oila, which from here you learn out, Hakoil Karav L'Oila. When you makdish all of your nechassim, and there's animals amongst them, all of those things have to become an oila. But then it says, So it says, only a zachar, only the zacharim. How do I know that even the animals which are in the cavus, amongst you in the chasm that you are makdish, they also become an oila? It says, which includes even the cavus. So they all become oilus. The rabbis is nekevis. Rabbi Yitzchak beirab Elazar or beirab Abbe, maybe I'm not sure what the Rashi Tevis here is. Rabbi Yitzchak beirab Elazar shal ksev. The pasuk says zachar. The pasuk it clearly says that the zachar becomes an oila. The ad omrit babakar, and then you're telling me that when it says babakar, the rabbis is nekevis that that comes to include nekevis as well. So if so. How about make the following drasha? With the kvasak siv tomim, the pasuk says that it's only the animals that are tomim that become an oila. Vat omrit, so you should also say babakal rabbis balimumin that even the animals that are balimumin should become karbanis. Ma beinayin. What's the difference? The halach of Rabbi Shua that all the animals become oilas were only animals that were tmimim, not the animals that were balimumin. So why over here? We should darshan that it should apply also to Bali Mumin. So he didn't give him an answer. He just told him, Rav Omar, Rav said, Shifta the Katkadha Beinehen. The rod that's used to separate the threads when you weave, it separates between these two scenarios. What he's saying is, you can't compare an animal which is a Tomim, even though it's an Akeva, to an animal which is a Balmum. An animal which is a Balmum is not fit for any carbon. So over there, it's not brought as a carbon. But an animal that's a Tomim, even though it's an Akeva, and it can't be brought as an Oila, but it's fit to be brought as a carbon. So over there, it has to be sold and brought as an Oila. So it's the, the, the difference between them is very simple, and therefore he didn't give him an answer.